You know, yesterday was a special day. You know, Miss Lynette has had her standard poodle, Fergie, and she's getting older. She's 11. And so she wanted to get a, from the same breeder we got her from, so I spent six hours yesterday driving home from Nebraska with a, a new puppy, Stella is her name. <laughs> but that's not what made it special. Yesterday, Lynette and I celebrated 58 years of marriage. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because I wouldn't be where I am today without that lady right there. It's, uh, she, she knows how to help me in many, many ways, especially when I get down. She knows how to get me back up and say, no, you're not going to quit. You never quit in your life. You're not going to do it now. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, somebody say that's a long time. Well, it doesn't seem that long, but I guess it is. I don't know. <laughs> You know, last year, and, and every year many people get different words that, that they get about the new year, and I don't know that um, you have to take all of them, but if some of the words are, get to you, we'll, we'll take it from them. I know here last year, remember I said 2023, we weren't just going to sur uh, survive, we're going to thrive. Well, as I was praying about it this year, I got, I got this, and it sort of dovetails onto what Ms. Denise was saying, Pastor Denise was saying, uh, <clears throat> there's more in 24, more of everything for you in the spiritual world and in the natural world. Amen. This morning, of course, is a special service. It's just... Uh, we got everybody in here, all the kids, and, and everybody is in here with us. And I, I, somebody, some people get bothered by that. It don't bother me. I mean, I, I started preaching in this little old churches back a few, what, two years ago, <laughs> 1958, when I started speak, preaching. And it was in little old church, and it's just... Like one, there's just one section, you know, and there's an aisle on each side and a door back there and the platform, and there's no Sunday school rooms. There's no, there's no. In fact, some of a couple of them that I preached out in the country, there wasn't even a restroom. We had a path and a couple of little houses out there, <laughs> and so I learned to preach loud. I could talk over the all the babies that were crying. And I, I can get loud enough that you probably could hear me without a microphone, and I'm not even straining yet. <laughs> I, I, somebody said, you got a loud voice. I said, well, if you've been spe preaching for 60-some-odd years, you, you learn how to project your voice so you don't strain your voice. So, and as I was saying that, there's more and 24 for everybody in every area of your life just like we were singing the song God's not finished with us yet there's more turn to your neighbor and say more, more. 
But you know, another thing I was thinking about as we enter the new year, I was thinking about the word change. You know, as we enter a new year tomorrow, there will be change. Hello. In fact, anything that doesn't change has become stagnant. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8 says in the NLT, For everything there's a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stone and a time to gather stone, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep, to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Now, like I said a while ago, this is a family service, so it may be a little shorter than normal, but that's all right. I still speak about the, I don't ever speak over about 30 minutes anyway, so. You know, this scripture, as far as I'm, as far as me, and hearing many different people speak during 84 years of, of life, is probably the most quoted scripture when it comes to dealing with change. I want to <coughs> realize us today that uh, change is good. Have you ever heard the saying, nothing changes if nothing changes? Really, when you think about it, change is inevitable. In our, in our lives, we come from infancy to where we are in life to now, ever what your age is. And if you stop and think about it, every year, a lot of times every month, every day, there's a change. You're changing. You know, somehow, some people try to live without change. You know, to live without change or to avoid change in life is foolishness. Now, I'm talking about in the natural and in the spiritual. We should be changing all the time. Growing more in the Lord. Understanding the world that we live in in the natural. You know, some people try to resist change and to stay the way everything is. Well, if you're going to live your fullest life, you've got to let go 
of the resistance to change and go with change. Now there's a saying that goes like this, nothing changes if nothing changing. And if I keep doing what I've always done, I'll keep getting what I've always got and I'll keep feeling what I've always felt. So if you don't like what's going on, change it. You know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect to change, something must be, something must be wrong with you. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, there's no way of getting different results. A man by the name of Albert Einstein said, the definition of insanity or crazy is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. <laughs> nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, actually, that's nothing changes if nothing changes is actually sort of a Say, is saying I'm stuck I'm stuck in a rut now the definition of a rut is a fixed usually boring routine if you continue to do the same thing in that rut you'll stay in that rut unless you change many people are stuck in a rut with their lives naturally and spiritually. They've reached a point that they like where they're at, they like what's going on, and they don't want any change. But that's foolishness. Because unless you change, you will never reach the potential that God has for you in the spiritual and that he has for you in the natural. Come on now. Each of us are designed by God. We all have talents. We all have expertise in different areas. So develop those areas. And if you want to change your life spiritually, now you can get born again and stay right there, just inside the door. That'd be like going to a restaurant and you step inside the restaurant. I'm in the restaurant now. I'm here. And you die of, st of starvation and you're inside the restaurant. That's the way some people are. They're, they're born again, but they're dying because they have never gotten into the word and changed things so that they can move into a new reality in their life and all the promises of God can become a part of their daily life. You see, many people over and over again do the same thing. Now, why do people refuse to change? 
because, like I said, they're comfortable. And then some people are fearful of change. I've been in the church world all my life. You all know that I was born on a Sunday morning and my dad's church is next Sunday morning. And I have seen, I have been in churches as a kid. Dad was pastoring. And even when I was associate with my associate pastor for six years with my father-in-law there in Garland. And we, he wants to do some changing and we want to change. It don't matter what it is, some people are against it. I mean, a few years ago, we started renovating this whole building. We moved into this building in 1992, and it was it needed it needed to be give have a facelift. But you know, there were some people that got upset because we don't have that pink line down here anymore. <laughs> people even came into this building. And laid down and took pictures on that pink line because we was getting rid of it. I told Annette, I said, you know what we ought to do? We ought to cut that pink line up into, into squares and sell it for $100 a square. <laughs> but I would never do that because I hate these gimmicks that these people use to raise money. As you can see, we've raised what we've raised there, one million, I don't know what it is now, over a period of time now, as, and we paid cash as we redoing this building, and there have been no special offerings, there have been no pledges. It's all come in because of people just giving what they could extra every week, right here, and then many of them that are, are our e-church have, have also gotten in on the project. And that's the way we've done it. You know, some people, they, some people you know, the, pul the pulpit used to be right here. I'm standing on this where it used to be. Actually, I'll be standing behind it right here. Some people got upset when we put this, this they didn't like the change. And you know, some people are not going to like it because right here they've already got the, they've already got the, sink, the, the deals in for it. They're going to be a, a little rail here and a rail there and over there on that side. So there's rails to go up and down the stairs with. That's change. And I like it. Right back there is going to be a huge LED wall. That's going to be great. But probably somebody's not going to like it. <laughs> and you know what? Some people don't like They say, well, there's too much. There, I don't like it when you turn the lights down. Or there's too much light. Or that's too, the sound is too loud. We hear that all the time. <laughs> But there's a decimal meter right there in that sound booth. And I told them, you keep it. 
uh, right around that decimal that decimal point. And don't work, don't be concerned about when somebody come by and tell you you need to turn it down. Just say, just smile, and say okay, and go on down the road and leave, and don't touch it. <laughs> Why am I saying all that? Because all of that has to deal with change. Am I right or wrong? Many people don't like change, and I got to hurry, because. Why? Because it has a level of uncertainty about it. You know, and they develop an attitude of fear. Well, 2 Timothy 1 7 says, For God not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. Therefore, we don't need to fear any change. You know, sometimes you unconsciously resist change well check up on yourself make sure you're not because when you refuse change then individuals stay the same everything stays the same and it becomes irrelevant and stagnant many churches don't want change. In fact, I've been to some of the churches where they're still singing the music, you know, of the 90s. Well, it's not the 90s anymore. Things in life change. We don't change the Word of God, but we change many things to be relevant to this generation. Hello. That's one thing, that's one reason we're getting that thing back there. Everybody, that's, everywhere you go, you see those LED walls, the, sign, the signs out on the road, everywhere. And so, hey, Paul said, become all things to all people and might win some. He's, he's not talking about going to the bar. He's talking about the culture. Hello. Do you know how many people got upset when I quit wearing ties? <laughs> One person stood, this has been a few years back now because I hadn't worn a tie and I don't know how long. I can't remember. But he stood right there in that aisle, right there. He stood right there and said, y'all have lost the power of God because y'all don't wear ties anymore. <laughs> and you know, pastor, I looked him straight in the eye and said, did Jesus wear a tie? If you ever study the period of time that Jesus lived in and the disciples lived in, and you look at the society, they dressed and ate and acted like everybody else. That's right, Carl. Thank you. <laughs> you know, because the Jewish people were looking for the Messiah but the change didn't come the way they wanted and they rejected him make sure you don't reject something that comes because 
it's not coming the way you think it should. You know, now I'm going to touch on something here real quick. A lot of people are going through the motions of Christianity, but they've never had a life change. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Hello. This says that everything has become new. You know, maybe it's just me, but y'all know, Pastor, I'm, I'm different anyway. I think some people refuse to change. Actually, I call it being stubborn. Somebody said the Bible talks about stubbornness 28 times and 19 more times. It's called the word stiff-necked is used. Actually, it's talking about people that refuse to change. God wants everyone to let go of not wanting to change and move in to all of the things that the Word of God has for them, and that takes change. You know, sometimes we need to change things because it's no longer relevant. Hello? You know, to live is to grow, and to grow is change. It's crazy to continue doing the same thing the same way you've always done it. In fact, sometimes I get a little perturbed at people. I go into, you know, an office or to some people here at the, here at, here at the ministry part of it or the school part. And I say, well, why are we doing it this way? Because that's the way we've always done it. Well, I said, yeah, we started doing that back in 1978, and this is 2023. I think you might ought to look at that and see if we don't need to change it. Come on now. Don't look at me like that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Many of you are sitting out there right now saying, well, you're talking about change. I don't like change. <laughs> well, start liking it because if you want to grow spiritually and naturally, you gotta got to... You got to embrace change, okay? Now, you know, we need to live each day enjoying every minute. You know, some people <laughs> don't want to change. They just want to live where they're at. Change in your present situation will ultimately change your future. Now give me all of that. Changing your present situation will ultimately change your future. Know this. That you can trust God. One person said, I think it's Corey Ten Boone said, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to God. Huh? Yeah, to a known God. 
No. I don't know what 24 is going to bring. But I know that the Lord said to me, there's more in 24. Well, you're not going to get more if you're going to be stuck in 23. So you got to be willing to change to move into the more. You know, we need to live life to the fullest. But in Romans 12, 2, real quick, let me go there. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to read that from the NLT. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you. Transform. That's change. You into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you'll learn how to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means you undergo a change. How many of you have ever seen a woolly caterpillar crawling across the sidewalk? Yeah? That poor old caterpillar is ugly. It can get stepped on. But all of a sudden, it undergoes a change. And it's transformed from a wiggly worm to a beautiful butterfly that no longer is getting stepped on but can fly out of the way. You know, we need to realize that we've been changed on the inside. Now let's do something about changing the outside according to what the Word of God says. I'm not talking about rules and regulations that somebody wants to put on you. I'm talking about what the Bible says. See, if there hadn't have been any change, he would have still been the same. And we see that, and we've already read in 2 Corinthians 5.17... It, in the new it's NLT, it says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. The new life has begun. You cannot be in Christ and still, what, still do, be doing what you were doing before. You know, why? Because if you're still doing the same thing, there's been no change. And nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, we have to make up our mind that we're sick and tired of being sick and therefore change our confession to what the Bible says. I'm healed, I'm whole. We've got to make up our mind to change from being without and not having enough by living on barely get along street and start believing what the Bible says and make a change, how do we do that? By coming in line with what the Word of God says with our giving and our tithe. Oh, there's that word tithe. Well, some of us say, well, in the New Testament, they didn't pay tithe. Well, don't worry about that. Uh, they say the tithe is under the law. No, it's not. 
Tithe goes all the way back to Abraham when he paid tithes to Melchizedek, which is a type of God. So don't pay any attention to this junk that some of these people are trying to preach today. Somebody said, well, you shouldn't say that. Well, I should say that. I'm 84 and I can say anything I want to. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. I I had a guy tell me one time he didn't like my preaching and I told him that's your problem turned around and walked off (laughs) you got to make up your mind that you're going to allow change before the promises of God can start coming to you you got to make up your mind in the natural that you're going to change some things in order to move up and step up in the natural side of life and you know me, I'm always preaching there's the natural and the supernatural and it's not all supernatural and it's not all natural but you bring them together and you got an explosive force happening. Something's going on. That too many people want to be going to live on the supernatural side and too many people want to live on the natural side when actually the truth of the matter is right down the middle. We are a We are a two-part being. We are a spiritual being and we're a natural being at the same time. That's like a train. A train runs on two tracks. You run on two tracks. You run on a natural track and a spiritual track. And you've got to have change in both of them in order to succeed and have all of the good things that God said could be yours. Hello. You know, change comes but what you do with it is up to you actually in order to change you've got to realize that there needs to be change So that means we analyze ourselves. In the spiritually, we analyze. In the natural, we analyze. And we look at it. And there's not a one of us, not a one of us, I'm including myself, that when we actually really get down to it and get honest with ourselves, there's things in the natural that we need to change And there's thing on the spiritual side that we need to change. And when we do so, we will find that everything will come out all right. Because you see, you can't live the same life every day and expect to receive all that I have for you. But if you will open up your heart and your mind to change, I will bring you through and you'll see that there's more than you've ever thought you could have because I'm the one that will cause the change and you're the one that will change. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. That happened not to be in these notes. That came from the Spirit, if you didn't know that. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. So... In the new year, make up your mind that you're going to walk with change and receive.
everything, both naturally and spiritually, that God has for you. Heavenly Father, I've spoken to these people for a few moments about change. May each of us look at ourselves realistically. And if there needs to be change, I pray, Father, that we will change and live the good life that you said that was ours. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. You know, if you happen to be in this crowd today and you've never had that heart change that I talked about in 2 Corinthians five seventeen, receiving Jesus Christ your personal Savior or you're here and you know what it is to serve Christ but you've taken a detour and got off track you just need to come back and rededicate or if you're here and you'd like to receive the Holy Spirit I'm not talking about church, creed, or doctrine. I'm talking about what the Bible says. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts chapter 2, verse number 4. If that's you, I'd like to pray for you and with you. I can't do that if I don't know who you are. So if you just please raise your hand anywhere in the room. And I'll pray with you, and you won't leave here like you came in Jesus' name. Upstairs, downstairs, anywhere. Praise the Lord. Everybody stand, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you today. If there was one person under the sound of my voice that needs to make that change spiritually in their life, I thank you that the Holy Spirit will go with them until... And they cannot be satisfied until they stop and accept you. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Y'all got something you want to say? Because I know who I am. And I can't stay where I'm at. We've come this far by faith. And I just can't turn back. You're not done with me yet. You're not done. You're not done with me yet. There's so much more. There's so much more to the story. You're not done. You're not done with me yet. You're not done with me yet. We got more in 24. You're not done with what if we really mean that you're not done with me yet we got to be open to change am I right or wrong amen praise the Lord connection team if there were first time guests here with us today go find them and take them to the lobby to receive a special gift that we have for them and if you're looking for a church home why do we say church welcome home staff Go to the doors. If you need to see any of us, I'm at the south door. That's the one way in the back, back there. That's where all the rest of the staff will be this morning. 
Remember, no service tonight. Next Sunday, we'll start back with our regular schedule. Get off of the holiday schedule. They're going to sing a song, and then you're dismissed, and give me a chance to get to that back door back there. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll see you next Wednesday, in the first Wednesday of, of the... <laughs> Well, no, we'll see you next Sunday, the first Sunday of the new year. All right, God bless.